0: In the garage I'm Corey Cope I'm pretty off it is Kickstart for the 23rd yes the 23rd holy shit 23 man I know 23. it sounds I know it sounds completely insane that I never remember that and I look at what time what the date is beforehand and other shows do the same thing it's just once you start going because when you say the intro when you do the welcome you've done that so many times that you're not used to the next part of it's always unique it's where hey we're covering this movie or hey we're it's this date Doesn't matter. Anyway, it's hot as balls after having two nice days, (laughs) you know, here and there in Montana. You guys, again, you guys have had, oddly, your weather has followed ours in a very weird way. But it's been, yeah, I mean, today is actually not bad. It never got above 75 here, but yeah, it was, but it was bitterly cold and rainy all week. Yeah. We had, we had a little bit of rain here in Santa Clarita and actually just in SoCal in general. And the last couple of days, you've had, you know, highs of 75 and uh, lows of, believe it or not, 58. It was lovely. I'll take that anytime as close to September. Shit, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's actually starting to get cold up here, like in the mornings, like, uh, you know, because we've been doing early calls out at the river, which is always a little colder anyway. But like. It was 43, I think, when I got up the other morning. I was like, fuck, because I didn't bring any winter clothes because it was summer when I got here. Why, you know, why would you? And it's still August. Yeah. But like I said to somebody, like, oh, yeah, in California, these are my winter vans. And what I usually do is I put socks on when it gets cold. Yes. That's California, right? That's how, that's <laughs> how we, no, man, I got my winter vans. They can get wet. It's fine. You know, if I get my feet get cold, I'll put on socks. I'm not putting those boots
0: on. Right. Anyway, you've been way busy up there. I've been busy down here prepping for football season right around the corners. We're already in preseason. We already have like two weeks of preseason. I see Mike Vrabel came down with COVID today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's how you know football's back. (laughs) That was a breaking news on Fox. I got it. Like I literally, right, about 20 minutes before we got on, I was like, oh, it's breaking news from Fox.
0: Breaking news. Mike Vrabel, separated from the team. It's, and because you and I have been so busy, like we neither one of us has had a whole lot of time to do anything, especially watch movies. Man, I've been kind of watching, continue to watch billions. And I misspoke, by the way. Uh, season five is already partially out there um, because of COVID last year. It kind of shut down production. So they halved it. So what's coming on September 5th is the second half of season five. But I'm still I'm already into season four now. And dude, the show is so fun. I Man, I mean that that whole cast just rocks, but rocking through that. That's been fun. You guys got a surprise last week with Joey filling in on our uh, movie episode with, again, because we both been so busy and like, it's easier to keep it all in house when we're both working six plus a week. I don't I hope you guys liked it. I mean, it was fun to pick that movie since it has a, you know, it has a close relationship to his parents uh, for Joey to mm-hmm, be, be involved in mm-hmm. it. And he loved the shit out of it. And of course, the first thing he asked me is like, you know, why wasn't there a sequel? we talked about that a little bit, but how, how close to Michael J. Fox's uh, Parkinson's announcement was that? I it was. I mean, was it was,
1: uh, it was really maybe a year, a year or two before that? I think right because he was on. He was still in Spin City then as well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He left Spin City to deal with it in '99 or
0: '98. So it was close, nearby. Right. He was already experiencing it like in '91. So even so closely after wrapping up the the Back to the Future trilogy, he was already kind of. Feeling it, I don't recall when he officially announced it. I want to say it might have been, oh yeah, 98, 1998. So, just a couple of years, three years after, two years after this movie came out, after Frighteners came out, he talked about it. And again, we briefly spoke about Parkinson's and, you know, for the relationship, uh, how it's affected my family, uh, my mom's side of the family. It, it's something we were already aware of beforehand. And I when my grandmother found you know found out about it I was pretty well versed in it because of Michael J Fox it happens to be, happens a lot when you end up hearing about something that you've heard of before but weren't aren't really familiar but because you have an interest in the person that's talking about it you kind of dive into it a little bit which is what I did obviously it's a little bit <laughs> a little bit more difficult to gather information in in even in 98 right it's like yeah the internet's still 56k dial up if you're lucky and uh, if you know somebody you might have a, a cable modem hookup and get that one meg, but it was it was hard to track down stuff. Did a lot of research at the library and stuff. But I, so by the time he came around to coming out about my grandmother had uh, discovered and was diagnosed with it, it was uh, I was pretty well versed on it. But so that's why I was talking to Joey about it after we had done a recording about how there was like no way he was going to be able to do a sequel, and he had to be very particular about what he's doing, and even in frighteners he was very physical in that movie surprisingly oh yeah totally very much in the way that we're used to seeing him not on- since we'd seen him be that physical i don't think since back to the future too right and even in three a lot of the stuff in three you know because there's so much horse riding and stuff like that and he had a lot of stand-ins and stuntman and that was just wasn't by you know for any other reason that that's what you need to do to tell the story it wasn't by his unwillingness but he just you know there's some people that don't belong on horses. I'm one of them. And I'm sure he was fine to stay off of a horse as much as possible. No, we had a good time talking about it. And hopefully uh, people enjoy listening to it. Uh, yes. And, and I promise you, I'm not kidding about it. My son is not going to be 15 until December, even though he put on his Gary Owens radio voice. <laughs> Live from downtown Burbank. This is Joseph Cope, <laughs> And I like it. He's fine. He's just doing what he feels natural doing. I always liked it when people get on the mic. I try not to put headphones on them to just to avoid them hearing themselves. So they don't
1: freak out and go, Oh my God, I sound like that. Holy fuck. I sound like an idiot.
0: Yes. Like that. That's usually what I say. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, (laughs) most people don't know what they sound like. Once we were kind of doing it, I I did it because I wanted him to make sure he could hear himself good and see how he sounded just to make sure he, he knew he was being loud enough and I didn't have to keep telling him because we did it at the kitchen table. Because the studio can't really, no one's been in the studio to record since you were here, March of last year. Wow. Yeah, that's how long it's been since anybody's been in here. And so it's probably best this That was the
1: episode we recorded right before COVID. Yep. Like right when I first got back. Yep. I think we only did one while you. I think one or maybe we did two. I think we recorded two episodes. Yeah. Because it was a lot. We did. We did. We record Blind Fury and -hmm. something else.
0: I want to say blind. And a kickstart. I'd have to to go back and look. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) But it's so funny because at this point, I'm thinking, I know this is true. We have done more remote than we have non-remote, even like post-COVID, like, you know, COVID era. That's 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 why it's all been, it's been remote. Either you're at home or like right now on location or something like that. Or (laughs) that weirdness that we did last week where we were both where, where we usually are. Right. Yeah. Anyway, the one other thing that I did watch was this week's show and Joey is going to be filling in again. This was a first time for him, which is always fun, but it's been so long since I had seen it that it really felt like a first time again. And then it, it wasn't most of the time I was reminded about stuff as it happened, as opposed to just before it happened, which is always makes the, that kind of gap in between viewings that much more fun. So what have you been doing? up there in glorious Montana
1: scrambling for, uh, <laughs> you know, scrambling for cover, trying to make cover sets because of the weather, you know, it's when uh, you're having rain and lightning storms, you really shouldn't be standing in waders trout fishing is, uh, <laughs> as I would, uh, I would imagine everybody knows. So yeah, just kind of scrambling, trying to pull things together and, you know, try to stay, it's trying to keep, uh, you know, keep the company, keep the train moving as they say. As they say. Uh, so yeah, it's been wild, man. I mean, dude, it was literally like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and even Friday. I mean, it was like torrential downpours. I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, And wind and it was like I was shooting. It was probably, I was back on unhinged working in Louisiana. (laughs) I mean, it was like that kind of rain, you know, and which, you know, I've worked a lot in Louisiana. So like, you know, in the summer, so to be dealing with the raining cover sets wasn't the biggest deal for me. And, you know, everyone keeps making, you know, they're all making these apologies. Thanks for, it. and I'm like, guys, this is not really that, you know, I mean, worked <laughs> in New Orleans. It's way worse there. It rains every day. We've had like four days of rain since I've been here. So, you know, it's just been trying to keep things. I did see, I totally forgot until I just looked. I saw Free
0: Guy. Oh, we did too. Oh shit, we did see a movie. I forgot. Thank yep. you for reminding me about it. Yeah. We saw free guy on. I saw it on Friday night. Wednesday. We saw it on Wednesday.
1: Yeah. I saw it on Friday night when uh, the local movie theater, two movies, free guy and suicide squad. Now I've seen both and um, I'm not sure what's going to be there next. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who knows? Uh, it's weird. Cause they literally, they just bring in one new movie every week and then they, there's a holdover. So free guy will probably still be there next week. And then whatever's next suicide squad. It might be gone now. I don't know. I haven't actually, I saw it on Thursday night is when I saw free guy.
0: So we saw it on Wednesday at the Limley again. I think thankfully they're still adhering to that 50% capacity. So our tickets were surrounded by nobody, which was nice. Dude, I had a lot of fun. That was such a fun movie, dude. And I, what I liked about it was, yeah, it has that ready player one aspect of it, but it felt less nostalgic, you know, leaning on, you know,
1: uh, it kind of reminded me of that Adam Sandler movie with the, when the video games come to life. Oh, uh, fuck's that movie. Whatever come. it was called. Belch. What, what was it called? Black. Black. Uh, uh, no, I don't remember. What, what was it called? Uh, uh, but I remember Pac-Man tried to eat Josh. Gad yeah. Or something. It's, uh, pixels. Pixels. There you go.
0: Well, the thing that sucks about it is, and I've, I i do not know if I said this on the show before. It may have been early on of the podcast. The name pixels and the whole feature film was based on a bitchin' short film that this visual effects guy did called pixels. It was just sound effects. It wasn't even music. There was no dialogue. It was just space invaders invading stuff. Mission, you know, uh, uh, missile command. Missile, stuff. Right. It was just. It was so it was so cool. It, it was like one of the first viral videos ever, where that term viral video became, uh, you know, a phrase in our in our a a lexicon. Yeah, and pixels.
1: <laughs> it's like if it's pixels. If you smashed it. If you took. Ma- if you mashed up pixels and Deadpool, then you get free guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I I thought uh, the whole cast was a lot of fun and I, I never felt it was too, it was campy in the right ways. And it wasn't, it never took itself seriously. Thank God. Sometimes comedies that take themselves seriously, even campy ones can just be transparent, but this wasn't that at all. I'm really glad that he, that Ryan is after all these years of doing, I don't want to say this kind of movie, but doing a Ryan Reynolds movie that we've appreciated in the past, and never got traction. And now it's a, it's an in-demand thing. He's kind of like a smart ass Forrest Gump. <laughs> yes. He's everywhere now, <laughs> but he's like, he's super funny in this. There's only one thing I had an issue with and it took me out of the movie and I, briefly was, but when, and you know, the moment I'm talking about, right? I,
1: yes, I do. And I
0: was like, really guys, you guys have all the money in the world and that's the one you screw up.
1: I know. I, I I was like, oh, I, I
0: was like, my, my my thought was,
1: Corey's gonna fucking hate that. Well, you see it in the trailer, yeah, and I it's know, like, dude. I, I thought maybe, I, but I'll, I thought they would fix it for the yeah. movie. I thought the trailer was like, okay, well, maybe nobody notices in the trailer because it's you know it's two two minutes and six seconds, and it goes by so quickly. Right. But nope, still there.
0: Yeah, I was kind of bummed, <laughs> but uh, it's it's fine though, and the character is funny enough to where just doesn't it's not bothersome, and I love the explanation of why he's as dense as he is.
1: Yes. Yeah, uh, oh well, you know what? Here we'll, we'll get off a of free guy for a second because we hadn't talked about because I saw Suicide Squad, but we right. never addressed it. My question for you is: did, Do you think that because I'm looking at the box office right for Suicide Squad, right. and and it's not very good? No, now, is that because the movie is? Now is the did the movie just kind of fall flat with fans? Because I haven't been tracking. It. I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't read anything.
0: Or is it because they
1: released it on HBO Max the same day?
0: I don't think it's anything of the former. I think it's more of the latter. And then the Delta was starting to hit. Gotcha. So the people a little that are a little more um, aware and and protective of, of the situations going on and and being reactive uh, stayed home. It definitely found its home on HBO because like when we saw the movie in the theater. We immediately came home and watched it again. And then Joey and I watched it two more times during the weekend of that first opening weekend. So other than one or two people I've talked to, it was, there was nobody hated it. It was just kind of like, yeah, it has its moments, but it's really not my cup of tea. It might be repeat viewing. And I said, I think I liked it more that each time I saw it. And I said, no fairness, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood has had that fate with me where, you know, I've just recently talked about just the repeat viewings. I'm like, all right. I realized it was I was in the way. I got in the way of the movie. That was, <laughs> you know.
1: I was. I was going to say I fall into that category of like it was okay. I mean, it's not my cup of tea, as you know. But I thought it was all right. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm sure that it's. I don't really remember the first one. I thought this was better than the first one. Oh, easily. But, yeah. But I don't remember the first one, so it's not like it's you know anything could be better than the first one right now. For, yeah. for, for as far as I remember it, but I thought it was okay. I thought it was too long. Was my big my It only might have complaint. been too long. I thought I, they could have cut out thirty minutes of it at least. It seemed like it was a little over two hours, I think. Right, like yeah, two, uh, like two three, hour 10, two yeah, hours I mean, ten, two twelve. Or yeah,
0: I, I didn't think it. I didn't think it was too long. Um, I thought it actually moved pretty briskly. But the one of the issues I had with it, and um, there's some things I wish they would have just kept out of the trailer. I can't
1: believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to say I liked Black Widow more than I liked Suicide Squad. Yeah, okay. And you know, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not a Marvel guy, but oh. I, I think I enjoyed Black Widow more than I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I think for me, it's because there's too many characters. Like, I kind of just was like, you know, they could have they could have lopped off half the Suicide Squad. that would have been happy.
0: I thought that was so funny about what the you know how James Gunn handled it when the trailers were coming out. I'm like, going, no way, you can, you cannot manage as many characters until you see the opening, and like, oh, that's how he's managing him. You know, (laughs) because he kills them all off. That's right. And then he did this really smart thing where he did a mixed bag of half of the newly introduced characters and the other half that you knew from the previous one now make the new team. I thought the movie worked really, really well. Um, Just my issues were like there were some great movie moments. I wish they weren't trailer moments. You know, I I wish that I wish the climax of the movie where the big bad wasn't in a trailer it's like <laughs> that would have been when you got that moment. I'm like, at this point, you know what? Everybody's got HBO Max or you've seen in the theater. So I'm sorry if I'm going to ruin anything for you. And it's in the trailer. But when you have your great kaiju moment with Staro at the end, I would have been, I would have loved them not to put that in there at all. Right. And that would have been nice just to leave that out. And as somebody said, I think the perfect way of describing it really is it's a big budget trauma movie. That, that's, I mean, that's what it is. James Gunn shows his roots there and in some of the obscure characters too, that the, that he chose polka dot man. And, uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, I felt like, I, I mean, I did, I
1: felt like they left him alone. They just let him do his fucking thing, which is, which is what I would say I liked the most about the movie. Yeah. But yeah, I was just curious. I mean, we were, we were recording and I, I had to cut out so I could make it to the seven fifteen 15 right. <laughs> screening. Cause there's two screenings a day and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. I mean, uh, like I said, I liked it a lot better than the first. Well, I don't know if a lot better. I don't remember the first one very much. So, uh, but I, I thought it was okay. Just a little long, but uh, you know, it was, but I was just curious because I hadn't, you know. Yeah, we usually, usually we sort of, you know, because we live in LA and we do this, you know, I look at deadline articles, every. you know, but dude, I'm just in such in the weeds. I don't even look at any of that stuff. Right. Speaking of deadline articles... <laughs> 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 did you see what, uh, do you see the deadline article that came out on Thursday? <laughs> Which one would that be? Uh, the one it's Brian, apparently Brian Cox in Sinqua walls are going to be in many of the line. Is that the movie you're doing? It cut. Yes, it is. Wow. Yeah, man. The one you've been shooting for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> well, that's breaking news. Yeah, man. I couldn't, I, I, when it, when it came up, cause I looked at the deadline app, it's, uh, Cause I, I, you know, you, and it had like, I had the, the little bubble there, letting me know I had articles and I looked and it was the first one and I was like, and it made me kind of laugh. I was like, Oh, okay. Did this come? <laughs> then I was like, did this come two weeks ago? I'm like, Nope, Nope. Today. It came nope. today. All right. So anyway.
0: So that's on deadline. That's on the production company, not talking about it. We briefly spoke about it and once that story hit. Cause we don't really talk about it. Cause here's the thing. I said this on the show before you kind of tell me things once in a while, but usually it's never movie related, like, like story-wise. Cause I, right. cause I want to enjoy the movie. And I think, you know, unless it's something that you're working on that, you know, I'm not going to give it's not gonna be my cup of tea. You're not talking right. about it, which hasn't been the case. Most of the things he worked on are things that I'm, you know, I'd be into and still waiting for that South of heaven trailer to hit. Cause you know, Oh, dude. Yeah. I'm sure it's coming soon. <laughs> Hope so. Yeah. Um, but that was so weird because we, when that story hit, you sent it to me, that deadline article, and I'm like, now? <laughs> it's funny because I, I dude, I, I
1: I, hadn't even thought about it. Like, I, for some reason, I thought that, you know, it, the news had already broke. Like, I felt like it had broke before I ever left. But then I was like, then I looked at the IMDb page and, and I was like, oh, there's hey. nobody listed there. And it <laughs> says we're still prepping. Yeah, pre production. So, yeah, man. But no, it's, it's been, so far, it's been a fun shoot. I think the movie's going to be. Pretty damn good man i mean you know we got some good actors you know there's uh I, I guess i can't really throw out spoilers and say who else is in it since they weren't listed in the uh, article and they're not <laughs> listed yet so i don't want to i don't want to ruin anything because maybe there's going to be another article i don't know <laughs> like when you guys are in post-production yes like right before the movie <laughs> comes out but uh back to um suicide squad it was you know it was a good time but it's funny because I, I i don't think i would have seen suicide squad or black widow in a theater had i been home right for, for many reasons. One of them being, you know, the COVID numbers in LA, but that being said, not my cup of tea. Saw them both. They weren't bad. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed both of them probably
0: more and free guys. Okay. Like I said, pixels and Deadpool. I have a feeling that free guy is going to be, here's the thing. The, I hope it makes a few bucks. I hope it does so well, because again, $60 million that that's great. that's great because, you know, Fox is now owned by Disney. So, and of course it's, it's now 20th century studios. He dropped the Fox part of it. Again, that kind of money is great because all it's going to do is encourage them to stay the course with Deadpool three and keep it an R rating as, and actually I'm going to bring that, but during the Chang Chi premiere a few nights ago, Kevin Feige, the, the head of Marvel has more or less said. That they are going to start shooting next year for Deadpool three, and that uh, Ryan is working directly with the writers. So hopefully it's the same guys again. You know our guys from Zombie Land and the previous Deadpool. Because I mean, if you're going to give us a three, that's what we need. We need to have that same team back. You can't fuss with it. And that's been the fear since the whole uh, transferring of companies been a concern for the people that are fans of that. When you got to that point of hey, well, what about what about that? What about Deadpool? Well, he's just proven to me that he's like, all right. So he here's the thing: he doesn't need to be in a rated R movie for you guys to go see it, and that's good. Because, but now, honestly, what Ryan Reynolds movie has been out since Deadpool two? I don't want to see a Deadpool movie that's not rated R. Well, that's my point, and that's and the, but Devin, but Kevin Feige has already said it's going to be rated R, which is great.
1: Thank God.
0: Yeah. So the concern he, is that that part's out of the way. But what what movie since Deadpool two has come out that Ryan Reynolds was the straight-ahead singular star of? Chasing Amy.
1: <laughs> Chasing Amy? <laughs> I'm kidding. Just Friends. That's 2004. Uh, and, oh, yeah, right. Sorry, I lost a few years. I was since, time warping. Um,
0: but, but he did... Well, actually, did he did... Did both those Hitman's Bodyguard, Hitman's bodyguard wife that came
1: out that 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 movie just came out in june or well, no no i July. know but the sequel the second one the that sequel. came out
0: yeah it came out It came and went but i'm but i'm saying is the the one before that came out after deadpool 2 didn't it
1: yes both of them so mm-hmm. so the,
0: he's done a movie and it's sequel since deadpool 2 okay yes but again he's paired up with sam jackson and this time around sam jackson saw hike so there's more people involved in it by the way what a terrible movie that was, by the way. Which? I don't know
1: if you saw it. The uh, second Bodyguard, My, oh, come my Hitman's come on, don't, don't do that. You're going to ruin wife. the sales that I'm about to pitch. Damn it. Sorry. Go ahead. Then cut this out. <laughs> the Hitman Bodyguard's Grandmother's Wife is what I want to see next.
0: Decades old friend of mine and recent friend of yours. And he he's actually done some recent work for you as my friend, Sergio Grassanti in his little giant studios did the cover for the steel book that said best buy for the second movie of, uh, the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Yeah. I have to say it right.
1: Yeah. It's hard, Um, dude. It's confusing. It fucking does not roll off the tongue. The other thing about that whole thing,
0: because they did something that most sequels don't do. They didn't put a, they didn't the, 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 the change between the two titles isn't at the end or at the beginning. Like it is most of the time, like stakeout and another stakeout or blah, blah, blah. Part two. Now they put they put the differential in the middle of the name, <laughs> right? Which makes it harder to kind of spit out. But yeah, yeah, it's tough. So if is you, that
1: already is that already out? That yeah, it came out last Tuesday. Oh Jesus, dude. Yeah. yeah, that thing. And it came out. I guess that's the thing now, right? You yeah. release a movie, it does what it does, and then you put it out on streaming and Blu-ray.
0: You see a couple of months later, you know, pre-pandemic, but you know that's not how it works. But now, now. it's
1: like not even it's like six weeks. It's
0: not even six weeks. No, I don't. Honestly, I would not. Own it. If it wasn't for the fact that Sergio did the art on the steel book, it's you know, I opened it to take pictures of it to send it to him so he could see it because you know how it is when you actually work on something, you still have to pay yeah, for your own. <laughs> sure. So I don't think he's got it yet. Ironically, even though he's got the original artwork sitting in his possession, but no, it's really cool. Again, you know, you know a lot of these custom steel books look pretty amazing, and and if you guys are familiar with Sergio's art, you can follow him on Instagram and I'll make sure I put that in the show notes because his, his personal Instagram is a little confusing. Dead man shoes, I always forget dead man <laughs> shoes. He's baby. Gonna, he, I'm gonna get grief for, for not saying it right, but here's one you can get to 100% and you can see the art there. And that's Little Giant Studios, so it's at Little Giant Studios on Instagram. But uh, so we I bought two of them one to open up and show off and kind of you know add to the collection, and the other one is sealed. And it along with the Dirty Dancing one steelbook book that he did for Best Buy. I think I might mention that before, I don't recall. Um you do have those on standby because They're giveaways. When, once you get back <laughs> Dude, the way we're going right now, we're gonna end up giving those away before we give away the fucking Fast and the Furious because we're only at 145 people following us on Twitter. What? Now, again, I dropped the ball because I was so fucking busy this week. I did not put out any any gra- any new graphics or any new tweets or anything like that. So you had nothing to share. So I, it's not on right. you. It's on my dumb ass again. Hey, did Ridley Scott get back to us? Uh, no. You know why? Oh, didn't why? Because t- I, I didn't post anything or tag him. Yeah, correct. Yeah.
1: God damn you, dude. So, so when you have a combination, I'm, gonna I'm just going to hit
0: him up directly.
1: When you have, send him the link.
0: When you have, when you have an already busy week and then you have a propensity for procrastinating on stuff, it's really just a, it's the worst thing ever. And that's the thing.
1: I'm, yeah. Oh, good, man. Hey, what, what, one more thing I'm going to throw out there just before we get off a of free guy. I'm going to say if you enjoyed free guy or if you haven't enjoyed free guy but you want to see something by the same director, which is also a lot of fun, which you can stream right now for free, uh, check out, you know, review, re- go back and revisit Real Steel because it's actually real fun. Same director. Yes. And,
0: and there is a Hugh Jackman cameo in Free Guy. Free Guy. <laughs> free and, it's, and it's the first guy. one of the entire movie, which is pretty great. Yeah. 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 If you take that seriously, well, you're listening to the wrong show. <laughs> right. Some <what> I'm saying. <laughs> so if you want to follow the show on Twitter, it's at... Karate Pod or on Instagram at Karate Pod as well. Or if you want to follow us on Letterboxd, I'm at Corey underscore Culp. Or if you'd like to support the show on Patreon, thank you, Patreon supporters. That's K-I-T-G podcast. If you'd like to follow me, you can
1: follow me at Freddy Waff, the free guy on Letterboxd. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, it's Tom Cody at Letterboxd or at Rock and Roller33 on your Instagram.
0: Tram-Curdy.